And welcome back for another exciting installment of Temporal Storm. Game. Gotta go. <laughs> to let you know where we're at, our Storm Squadron Supreme just recently finished an epic battle in Limbo. After surviving narrowly an attack by an annihilation wave, Fortunately, they have picked up a new ally in Deathlock who has managed to gain control over portions of the Annihilation Wave. Also, our heroic Hydro picked up a Soul Sword and our joyous Jewel picked up a Symbiote. The alliteration. Hey, God bless Stanley. Okay. God bless Forever in our minds and our hearts. R.I.P. So, where we left off, our team just made it back to Africa. Well, for the first time, they made it to Africa. I guess not making it back to Africa. Back they made to it to Earth. Africa. Uh, well, what are you talking about? Jewel comes from Africa. She's, she's back to Africa. She's okay. Africa. She's not from Africa. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll go with that. She's back to Africa. Everybody else is now blessing the plains of Africa. All right. <laughs> A uh, random face in the crowd that they recognize calls out to him as they appear, and it is Forge. He has made it to Africa. However, they are on the northern west coast and not near Avalon right now, so we're going to have to find out what the heck happened. All right, everybody. So uh, as you get there, uh, Forge yelling out to you, hey, hey, everybody, it's good to see you again. Well, hey, Forge. Oh. Where the heck have you been? It's been forever. I've been waiting. It's been <laughs> almost haven't. two weeks since I got here. I don't think you'll believe what I'm <laughs> Where haven't we been? And where did you pick up a Deathlock unit? Oh. I don't think you believe that either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the imagination to understand where we've been. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, but you can tell that he's he's kind of, he's trying to keep things a little hush hush. He's trying to pull you back, like signal you away from the crowd of people, like uh, follow me kind of thing. Let's let's, let's work our way into an alley kind of situation. Incidentally, is my soul sword able to be sheathed inside the pommel? The hill. Or yeah, it's just it's just a hill. Okay. So in, until you call it forth, it's just a hill, and then you. You know, you have to make it extend if you want to use it. Kind of like a lion-o situation. Okay. Like, oh man, you must make it extend. Yeah, thunder, thunder, thunder kind of thing. Turn it on. Yeah. yeah. But don't yell out thunder. Just stroke it up and down. Especially here. Copyright infringement. Also here and there. Start yeah. calling thunder. And, <laughs> and then your hammer starts flying again. <laughs> <laughs> too, too many problems with that, alright? So anyway, uh... Storm shows up like you call. You definitely notice the Forge trying to pull you uh, away from the crowd. Yeah. He signaled you over into a, a more secluded alleyway. Alright. Um, I will allow him to pull me that way. And remember, you're not an Asgardian. You yes. just have an Asgardian weapon. 
before yep. you get stuck in that voice for the rest of it. Thine thee. Yes. Thou Everybody. shalt snort. Yeah. Let's, let's watch out for that. Even Thor's been updated. Okay. That's good because. Does thy mother know you wear her drips? She smells out the berry. She definitely wants Forge to upgrade this glider a little more. Uh, Forge lets you know I've got a lot of things on my plate right now. Um, certain things that I'm working on. I'll get to that, but I can't do that right now. That's there are more about. important things than yes, your several creatures. <laughs> uh, yeah, level up first, I guess, because you've got a lot of stuff that you're working with. Um, we've got to hurry and get out of the city, okay? I need y'all to understand that this is going to be a highly sensitive place. We don't need to draw any attention to ourselves. Jewel. <laughs> we do not need to draw attention to ourselves. Why? Have I found a around? shirt I yet? Mean, I know I'm Have wearing... I found a shirt yet? You're still just walking around. Because I'm walking around with 14 bugs. Yeah, you've got a lot of bugs. You're half cyborg. You're full cyborg. She's wearing oozy black leather and Come you're on. walking around in pants. You know you <laughs> yeah. want these. <laughs> with a um, hammer on my no, I'm good. I've got I've got different tastes in life. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I swing towards a wind riders. <laughs> Not. I, I get my jolts from different ladies. All right. Uh, so basically, he's gonna he's gonna lead you. There's gonna be a little uh, kind of like a move away stone. He pushes back in the alleyway, and there's a little carved out hollow that you can walk down the stairs. And they've got secret tunnels running throughout uh, this city. Okay. Just say Madagascar for now. So what? I don't even know if that's there, but that's where it's going to be. Madagascar. On my planet. So Madagascar is actually the island off the west coast. The east coast. The east coast. Well, now it's over here because there have been some tectonic shifts that happened because there was this crazy mutant attack, and now Madagascar is on the northwestern coast. Uh, yeah, of Africa actually <laughs> attached to it. It's not even an island anymore. It has now become uh, the city plopped down in the middle. Ultron tried to lift it into the sky and then drop it, and it just landed back there. So <laughs> okay. um, it works because I'm God in this game. So that's what she said. Yeah. So, but basically, y'all are down in the tunnelways now. You're, you're you're following him. He leads you to this little tram system that he's built, rigged yeah. up, and you'll hop in. He just turns on. It's like a, one of those, uh, yeah, one of the bullet trains that you've seen in, uh, in France and in, in Japan. So basically, bullet train underground takes you high speed where you're going. Oh, uh, Forge, I see you learned something from me. To try and go as fast as possible? <laughs> you think Forge built this? Or low morals. Just saying. It's kind of my speciality. Yeah, you keep offering that. Um, <laughs> so, you get to where you're going. Bullet train comes to a stop. And you're, you're climbing out uh, to be welcomed. There are several very strong, silent women. Shaved heads. Tribal markings. Humongous hunting spears waiting there. Behind them seems to be a delicate 
a delegate uh, <laughs> wearing a black mandarin collar suit, purple sash across his chest. Uh, definitely a refined looking gentleman, uh, native to the land. Uh, so as you get out, he says, Welcome back, Forge. It is good to see you, and you have found your friends. Very good, very good. Hello. Ah, hello to you too. <laughs> I get this man a shirt, <laughs> please. <laughs> Preferably one that doesn't fall apart. Uh, get this man a vibranium bioweave shirt. <laughs> Breathable. X mesh. X. You now have like what looks like a plain white T-shirt, but it's definitely vibranium weave. So vibranium wife It does not <laughs> technically. <laughs> it does not technically boost you in armor, but it won't fall apart. Awesome. There you go. Vibranium beater. I like it. All right. Uh, hurry, we must get back to the city. We have more to plan if we are to put together a full resistance today. Your friends should join us. Sorry, I was in the middle of putting on a shirt. What? <laughs> uh, well, listen, guys. Uh, when I was on the way here on the on the vessel, Agent Darkon found us. Uh, she brought me, Shift, and several of the other mutants along the way. But when we got here, our vessel was attacked by a rebellion, a rebellion that is standing up against Avalon and Magnus's empire. Uh, they have discovered several key information elements that have led me to believe that we should ally ourselves with these these people. They are the Wakandans. Agreed. That's surprising that you so easily agreed with me. I, I thought you were a lieutenant of the Brotherhood. I have to know something. I see much has happened on your journeys. And, and much knowledge. And you, me. Hydro, look to be much bigger and carrying a lot more weaponry. Much has happened, friend. You even talk as if you're from old Asgard. That's interesting. You left your stuff behind, too. Yeah. All my stuff? I lost my soup can. <laughs> I'll work on that, too, when I get around to his goblin glider. Uh... You know, it's just because I have a mutation that makes me good at inventing doesn't mean I like inventing everything I, for you people. I, I thought maybe you would have Mark II ready for me when we go. Uh, no, Mark II soup can is still in, in the blueprint stage. <laughs> yes, yes, friends. You must understand, we just got information. We got uh, secret intelligence in... Uh, that an attack is going on the outside border colonies. The Brotherhood is sending in strong members to assault them. We have too many...
problems coming from too many ends. We need to solve at least one problem by today. Do we know the names of any of these organizations standing? A very large, fat gentleman is what I have been told. Heading with some not so large, not so fat gentlemen. I'm assuming I'd, I'd know that name off the top of my head. To be blah. <laughs> so he's sending him blah. Yes, they tell me he is large like elephant with less refinement. <coughs> he's a total slob. More like hippo, huh? Maybe a hippo with much worse dental hygiene. Yes. Any other members we know of? To be fair, more teeth, though. Uh, a gentleman with a very long tongue. I was going to say, if Blob's there, Toad's got to be there. Squ oh, <laughs> yep. Got Cyborg has, Deathlock has like a mutant information trap in his head. <laughs> He's just running through the database. Got it. Good. <laughs> so, tough. those are the two we know of right now that we can tell you. The other two average looking gentleman. Hey, Joel. You know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? I do. It's called frog legs. The Is one that line that should never be repeated <laughs> from any Marvel movie ever. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of which, though, let me in? introduce you to my queen. Queen Windrider. Aurora Monroe. Welcome to Wakanda. It is a pleasure to meet you. Oh, hello. I, yes, hello. Your Majesty. That is correct. Thank you. Thank you. Goddess of the wind is what they call me. The storm, the lightning, the thunder, the hail, the rain, all of it. So far, I don't have anything. And looks like Whitney Houston from before her fall. I don't know about Goddess of Lightning, but I grant you the rest. <laughs> I shall show you. Do not test the wind rider. <laughs> I have been the goddess of these plains for much longer than you have been alive. However, as my husband alluded to, we have many, many problems coming from many different angles. Not only is the Brotherhood sending an a detachment to assault one of the villages, but we also have a mysterious disease going on right now. Several of the mutants that we have rescued are in comas, including, I believe, a teammate of yours who we found by herself abandoned on the shores of Wakanda. Hmm. We cannot rouse them from their coma. Their brainwave activity is through the roof. However, they will not rouse. Uh, kind of wanting to go see if I can help with that while y'all head towards the front. And if I can help, we'll have extra help whenever we get to the front. Well, Hajo, as much as I would love to agree with you on that, as of late, 
think you're better served on the front line with me. Or death row. I have the best healing capability on the team. And next to me, you also have the strongest punch. Except your punch is much more repeatable. It will definitely be needed against the bar. Forge leans forward and he says, <clears throat> I do agree that maybe you do have a good attack force, but at the same time, we do have to figure out what's going on. We do need to help these people. And you're the only one I know that has any kind of ability to help heal these, these people. I think I'm If the worry to... is that you need extra hands on the field, I've actually come up with a new vibranium biomesh armor as well as vibranium rounds that would go excellently into a long-range rifle. <laughs> Excellent. I might be able to hook your new friend up here with some upgrades so that he can be more viable on the field of battle for you. I'm good with upgrades. He does need them. That sounds like some of, some of the, the, the rust and dust is ready to come off. We're ready to see death. Nice Forge, uh, he gestures to you and asks if you would like to have any of your parts that seem to have aged in a weathered environment upgraded. Sure. All right, so I'm just going to show you to this little tube in the wall. You're just going to, like, you know the old postal service tubes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just step on in there. And uh, as you're standing in there, some nanotech little arms are going to come out. They're going to start working on you as we're dealing with uh, making some plans here. Um, so, like I said, we, we may need uh, your healing abilities in the med bay to see what's going on with these mutants. Almost all of them, except for Force, seem to primarily be telepathic. However, force abilities do have a relation to telekinesis. Question, so, oh God, question. Would I know anyone inside of Avon that I could maybe persuade to come help us even briefly with that? With the Brotherhood? You want somebody from Avalon to help you fight the Brotherhood? I'm no, gonna... no, no, no. Not help fight the Brotherhood, but help regather the minds of these that are set off to the side. You haven't us. seen an active telepath I haven't seen one? Okay. since before the Hydra War. But anyone with like a, a healing capability that might be equal to or greater than Hydra's? Maybe. Sounds like I have to go where I'm needed most. Okay, okay. Then go, we must our separate ways for now. You coordinate the defensive, and I'll see if I can round up some help once the I'm defense done. Defense is always a great offense. My friend, I do believe that the woman has soft spot for you. She's sorry to see you go. You have grown close. Like He's electricity and water. Your betrothed <laughs> with girlfriend as well? My friend and I thought I was a handsome prince. 
no, no. He's just a girlfriend in denial? That is even better. I thought they the do Nile. not tell your secrets. I thought the Nile was a little bit further east of here. Oh, I tell all his secrets. He still pees the bed. Uh, Wait, she's been sharing the bed? It's strange. <laughs> You've <laughs> been watching me sleep? <laughs> Maybe with a knife. You've been the feeling the mattress? And that was my I water. I sweat when I sleep. I'm made of water. That was my waterfall. <laughs> I've seen these sheets. I, I puddle when I'm asleep. <laughs> back on track. Um, Alright, so... Uh, Jewel, you're going to head with my friend uh, T'Challa. We call him codename Panther. You go with him and the Windrider and help them try to uh, make a good tactical assault against uh, against the Brotherhood. I will let you know once Deathlock's upgrades are done, he should be ready here within the next half hour. I'm going to take you, Hydro, now to the med bay and see if we can't assess some of the situation. So you're going to follow Forge yes. to the med bay where you see Force is laying in, in a comatose state. She's laid up in a bed. She's got some IV bags hooked up to her. And right at her side, sitting in a chair right at her bedside, seeming like he hasn't slept in days, shifts. Yes. <laughs> is sitting right there. He has not left her side. Is he petting her hand? Excellent. Ever so creepily. My precious. <laughs> you will wake and then you will know that I loved you forever in a day. Uh, also, you see a young woman with indigo-colored hair in a bed next to her. Uh, and then right beside that, you see a gentleman sitting next to her bedside. Now, what's interesting about him is that he's, he's, got, he's got a strange look to him, okay? He's got, like, um, long goatee but clean-shaven everywhere else. Uh, longer black hair with a white streak that travels down from the, from the crow's nest down, sort of straight down the center, almost like a skunk stripe, right? Okay. He's um, got kind of a sinister look to him with the dark jacket, trench coat kind of thing going on. But you can see that he's very intent on figuring out the situation. He seems to be reading some charts sitting right there, so... As you walk in, shift uh, sees you. Mm -hmm. Yo, my man, you back, Hydro? It's been too long, man. Shift, you've got some bags under your eyes. Yeah, our girl here, she ain't doing so hot. Since we found her, she just been sleeping, 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 man, like she ain't gonna wake up for nothing. What did the doctor say? Oh, you gotta ask him. He right over there. All right. He I'm said, yo, man. Quit asking me questions and glowing with your red eyes and stuff. Just sit down and stay out of my way. And I was like, yo, man, I can help. I can do things. I can hand you rubber gloves or one of them little sharp knives that they always using up in Grey's Anatomy. And he's like, no, you need to shut up and sit down. And I was like, yo, man, ain't nothing to be rude about it. And he's like, I'm not being rude. I just don't like stupid people. And I was like, who you calling stupid, man? I know things that other people don't even know. I'm 
glad you were here to keep her safe. Yeah, I've been trying to talk to her because they say that they can hear you in their sleep and make some, you know, come back better. So I've heard. Forge keeps telling me that's why she's still staying asleep, but I know he's just joking with me. <laughs> well, let's see what I can do. Um, I'm going to go talk to the doctor and let him know I'm going to try something. The dark gentleman. All right, so you, you walk over to him and he introduces himself as Dr. Gray. Hello. It is nice to meet you, blue-haired friend. I am Dr. Gray. I'm Edward Danielson. Uh, A pleasure, I'm sure. I was... I'm Hydro's... or Force's uh, teammate. Ah, I heard that y'all were on some sort of mission. Yes. I like I just threw in y'all with like a very sophisticated accent. I'm way too sudden. <laughs> I heard that you and your team were on some sort of mission. Yes, we were. And um, how goes that? Still underway. Still underway. Understood. Well, as I've been studying these mutants, both seem to have psychic abilities, and this plague seems to be rooted within their cerebellum where majority of their psychic tendencies come from. As far as I've seen, this disease, as I would call it, has gone on for some time. Many psychics on this planet have not been prevalent for almost a decade. Mm -hmm. Well, aside from myself. I know I've rarely seen any other than force. Well, you see me. My abilities are rooted within the mindscape. What is it that protects you? Force of will, I'd say. Or maybe my father just made me better than everyone else. Good genetics, gotcha. <laughs> Very good genetics. Um, I have some ability to heal others. It has worked in a lot of situations. Do you think it'd be worth trying? Forge some... Well, here... To think of. This, this lady here has been asleep for far longer. Let's try on her. If the condition worsens over time, we should try to save her quickly. So if you do whatever magic mojo jojo do-do thing that you do-do when you voodoo the thing that you do. I should be able to hit the entire room with this. Well, let's keep it centralized for now. I don't want you getting all my equipment wet. <laughs> all right. I'm going to... I'll focus it on just her. Okay. Yeah. All right, so a uh, little storm cloud appears. Healing rain comes down. Uh, you can see that it's, you know, it's like soaking into her skin, but nothing's really happening. She's not waking up. Um... There is some um, rim eye movement going on, mm -hmm. as you can tell. So there's mental activity going on, um, but nothing nothing occurs that wakes her up. Now, uh, pause where you're at. Yeah. Meanwhile, across the compound in the barracks, uh, Panther is introducing you to some of his foot soldiers. Many of them 
African females, bald, final markings, the guards that you met earlier. <coughs> These are my uh, royal guard. They are the best trained warriors in all of Wakanda. Pleasure. The pleasure is all of theirs, for we have not seen such an interesting and intrinsic young lady in this land in some time. Why, thank you. Gracious. Yes, well. And I am told that uh, Deathlock's improvements have been finished up now, and he is on the way to the barracks, and there he is. You don't even hear his hydraulics moving anymore. He is smooth, stealth, vibranium. And let me tell you, friend, not only does it make you proof to sonar as it absorbs sound waves, but also has stealth capabilities, giving you somewhat the ability to blend into backgrounds and become unseen. Wakanda has you the your oil best. Bath? I almost felt like saying, thank the maker. <laughs> Forge in another room has his ears burning. He's like, you're welcome. <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some more? More? <laughs> now you're starting to sound like Jewel. <laughs> and before you go on your mission, just as a sign of thanks from me, the Prince of Wakanda, I have given you Wakandan prayer beads. She takes them. Thank you very much. You put those on your wrists, pray if you think you must kiss your arch goodbye. <laughs> well, the panther god may smile upon you. Thank you. I shall wear them happy. Good. I want you to have something from your experience here in Wakanda. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to Joel going, Great Bast! Really, it's so when you die, they know who you are and they can put your name on your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Dante, yeah. No, no, just no, did, no. like, a Wakanda dialect. No, no, it's so I can give it to my first few followers. <laughs> As the guy of true lightning. <laughs> Windrider sits in the corner and just goes, <laughs> 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 Alright. <laughs> I have earned my title. Now, I have a uh, hovercraft here that we can load onto immediately and go to village to protect them. If you just excuse me for a second, he taps a necklace around his, his uh, collarbone and all of a sudden black vibranium covers his body and he becomes the panther. Uh, and I shall travel with you It will. I am a very good fighter. That's cool. Watch out my languages. All right. So, basically, you hop into the hovercraft with the panther and his royal guard. You've got Deathlock and his beetle people uh, trying to wedge themselves onto the back. And you yourself are just going to ride on top of the vehicle with black tendrils that are securing you in place. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I got my, my glider sitting on top. I'm just yeah, sure you're not using it. You're just you're chilling. You're gonna get the wind in your hair. Oh my god! Take it easy for a minute. Yeah, exactly. 
uh, as you're cruising across the African uh, desert, jungle, rain, all sorts of stuff you've seen as you drive all the way to this village of um, Pokemana. That's what I it's directly across from Di Djibouti. Yeah. From Djibouti. Yeah. Djibouti is over here. Pokemon is over here. Uh, some see it reversed. Pokemon at Djibouti. But. Yeah. So you've, you've traveled to the village of Pokemon. And uh, you notice that they have fortified some rudimentary defensive sheltering. Some lumber sharper than the sticks. Uh, some basic, basic defensive measures. Um, so, as you sit there, uh, you basically need to analyze the environment, make some tactical decisions, confer with your ally slash rival slash might kill you in your sleep. I don't know what's going on with him. So depends on what we pay him for. I'm all for Klimt. Talk amongst yourselves. Scene change. Med Bay. Um, Dr. Gray looks at you again and says, It's a very interesting talent you have, my friend. Uh, I wonder, can you somehow control the fluids of another human body? I have never tried, but... It would be worth a try. Alright. Boris is here! She's asleep. She's in a coma, but you can hear her! She's she's shouting out to us. I heard something in my brain. My psychokinesis just picked up. She's yelling to us. I think that maybe your friend is here. Right so now. So maybe we should try to wake her up first? Let's try going over to her and seeing if we can somehow, combining my power with your power, see if we can communicate with her brain and see what all this mental activity is. Okay. Alright, so, uh, as you take a hold of one of her hands, uh, shift, I need you to sit back a ways from force, she no longer needs you to watch vigilant over her as you have for the past month. Yo, man, I do what I need to do, but I'm gonna stay in the room and I'm gonna keep my eye on you because I don't trust you with your stupid skunk hair. All right, I'm gonna keep my red eyes on just in case you get wiggity 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 whack. All right. And so he steps back into the corner. And uh, basically, you take one of her hands as Dr. Gray is going to place both of his palms against her temples, and you're going to try and communicate, okay. see what we can find out. The doctor places his, his, the palms of his hands on either side of her temples, and you hold onto her hand trying to concentrate the, uh, on the precise... Uh, Biofeed of the the fluid that is her body. So basically, the seventy to eighty percent of her body that that is comprised of, of uh, water. Yeah. You're trying to focus on what that what that signal is as he focuses his psionic powers into her mind's eye. Uh, as he does this, though, you feel a sharp snap 
in the base of your, your skull towards the top of your spine as sparks and uh, bright flashes start to go in front of your eyes. Um, and you find yourself looking around and realizing that you're not in Kansas anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, neither are you in the med lab anymore. You seem to be on an open plane. Um, uh, you're on an open plane of existence that's just like, it goes as far as the eye can see. You see no horizon, really. Um, and standing there with you is the doctor. Mm -hmm. As he, he looks at you and says, I think we've entered into either a dream state or what many of the psychics in, in my profession would call the astral plane. Okay. You are very eloquent. It is what it is. <laughs> and therefore it must be understood. Um, well, let's see if we can look around and find your friend then. Do I still have Mjolnir? Mjolnir is a physical object. So I don't have it. No. Okay, I'm going to pull this... Soul sword. I'm not actually going to activate it, but I'm going to have it in my hand. It is with you as it is an attachment of yourself. Yes. Um, that's when you notice that uh, this this doctor that you're with, he he seems to also be changing using his, the force of his mind to create uh, armor mm -hmm. about himself. Nothing too intricate, but just basic body armor. And he says, don't worry, I've had experience in mental combat. Okay. I've Again, you are so eloquent. I've had experience in combat, so let's hope that that transfers. Rely on your muscle memory, if it were. Okay. Uh, pretend as if this is the physical realm, and your mind will react accordingly. As they are doing that, elsewhere, on the battlefront of Pocahontas, Wanapoco, I cannot remember what I named it. Pocahontas is now what it is. Um, yeah, it, it was Pocahontas because it was close to Pocahontas. Okay, there we go. Uh, I have a better memory than I thought I did. Um, have you helped the civilians, the... the Villagers fortify the defenses, come up with any tactical ideas. Uh, yeah, I'll, Jewel is definitely uh, in the, <clears throat> the war room, so to speak, uh, getting out the strength and weaknesses with the two known uh, Brotherhood members that are planning to attack and trying to best uh, allocate people and resources to each one. So this one has high agility and uh, speed combat, the other one being immovable and virtually impenetrable. Gotcha. And does Deathlock have any scenario runs? Deathlock has put two bugs at seven different points along the wall and then kept three with him. Kept three with him? Okay. Sounds good. Um, as you're there, you notice that there is a rumbling in the distance. Thunderous footsteps coming 
And as you use your bionic visual attachments <coughs> to uh, zero in on it, you notice that there is a large gentleman. When they said fat like a hippo, they meant it. This guy's huge, just everywhere, and stuffed into this very tight black leotard. Sure. Uh, Incoming. This. I can feel it. A small uh, mutated individual with green warts all over his face is resting upon broad shoulders. And you also notice there's uh, two more guys with him, one wearing red body armor with bright blonde hair and another one in basically full covered silver body armor that are walking side by side with these ones. So I tell you that. Okay, because I'm looking uh, at them. Like by that. the description, would I know who the other ones are? That's one. <laughs> okay. Watch out, there's another one. <laughs> so, that's who you're dealing with. I don't know, does he go by Quaker Average? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's going by Quaker. Quaker no, else. because then he would be fighting. Hoo yo! Alright. I am Quaker Lynch. Um, with that information, That's Jewel would definitely uh, tell quickly the rundown of the other two. Um, you know, Pyro being who he is and how he likes to hit stuff some will fire from a range that these wooden battlements might become torches before too long if he gets too close so we keep him at a range away and Quake could just send us back to the ocean and you'll also want to remind everybody that from your knowledge Pyro doesn't make fire he just manipulates but he manipulates it yeah that's it so Yes, all yeah. those tribal parts. <laughs> <laughs> people? Okay. Um, uh, what was the queen's name? The wind driver? Aurora. Aurora. Yes. Uh, well, she never mentioned Aurora, so it was just for her. She said Aurora Monroe. Yeah. Oh, she did? Oh, okay. Pay attention! Lord Aurora. <laughs> You've got a memory card, so... Lord Aurora, I believe we need some rain as soon as possible to uh, combat Pyro. You it asked me to control the storm. I said you could control the rain since we don't have Hydro here. I'm sorry, but when one calls forth the storm, all the elements come with it. I am not limited to but one. Well... Is what it is. Luckily, I can use the lighting to my benefit. All right. So, uh, Windrider will basically she she raises her hands up and uh, gusts of uh, gale force wind rushes underneath her and raises her up into the sky as the once sunny plains are now blessed with rain and storm clouds, and lightning, and thunder, and uh, just gale force winds all, all, all nine yards. 
all nine yards are going full force. Um, hey, Deathlock. Yes. Do you want to know what it looks like when a toad gets struck by lightning? What? Second time this <laughs> session. <laughs> I will kill one of them. <laughs> The thunderous footsteps are coming closer. The winds aren't slowing him down. Um, but his friends are just, you know, covered in rain. Uh, but other than that, they're wearing armor, so I'm pretty sure it's kind of like... Rain. So the only one's being affected is Pyro. Pyro uh, hasn't shown signs of really caring yet. Just, you know, they're walking. So like we were saying, I think shooting with a vibranium bullet touch down. Yes. Which one? First pyro. Um. Well, you might be able to use the nullifier. Let's say the vibranium for the blob. You may be able to use the nullifier for quake. I'll take the blob from here. Okay. Alright, so you want to try and uh, do a long range uh, snipe on, on Deuce Blob? Um, yeah. Give me. Um, what's, what's his, is he clever? Clever or clever? Give me a clever roll. <coughs> With all your bonuses? So as the right as the shot rings off, I mean, you 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 notice that the uh, he did use skin for weakness. He probably was shot at the weakest point. Okay, all right. Um, you notice that Forge made some upgrades to your rifle, even though you're shooting around that is equivalent to a 50 cal. It is silent. Nice. Um, so as it it fires off, you can see there's like a trail of through the rain that's coming down, you can see like a ripple effect of this, this round just flying off. As it grows closer and closer, uh, the blobs moving forward with your, your sighting radicle, you notice that as this hits him, and somewhat the uh, esophagus collarbone area, you don't see any puncture, you don't see any blood, but you do notice that he falls backward and is down on one knee. Uh, holding his hands around his throat. So as he's sitting there, the others begin to initiate. And uh, Sorry, call him Quake. Yeah. Quake takes his hands, raises them in the air, and then shoves them directly into the ground as throughout the fortress that y'all have built, you notice that there are now, what do they call them, 3.5 magnitude 
quakes going off. So all the villagers are tumbling back and forth. The bugs are starting to like try to hover off the ground a little bit so that they're not being affected by the vibrations. And you're you're shoving you're shoving around a little bit. Yep. Well, I got him on the ground. Go for power. Well, I reload because it takes me all round to reload. I got you. As I hop on, I power right and I shoot off towards the fire. Got the goblin guy you're going? Yep. Alright. Um. Uh huh. Yep. Exactly. Let's see. I guess I will wait as I crack it up and pull the shot. I repeat a rifle as I'm flying <laughs> over towards. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to use the repeat rifle as I'm flying towards. Alright. Uh, what kind of rolls are you know, um, You're trying to move in quick, so use a quick roll. Alright. Eight. I'm not using anything special. Nothing special? No, it's special. Just a Alright, so basically, you, you notice that as he sees these, uh, there's like explosions in the dirt all around his feet and everything, he knows that these rounds are coming closer and closer to him. He, uh, Jumps about maybe a few rounds, hit his armor, nothing pierces through. Um, but he does a little tuck roll back and then holds his palms up. And you notice that he has these butane high heat lighters in his wrists, the kind that you can light your cigar off of even in a monsoon. Uh, and as he does that, the intense flame comes out forth from him, making this intricate design of like a dragon, like a Japanese water dragon or mm -hmm. fire dragon. Uh, and as the rain's hitting it, it's just turning into steam. So there's just like this hazy steam coming off all over the place, lowering your visibility uh, as you move closer to him. Um, some fireballs whizzing past your head, but obviously nothing that's intended to hit you. Just a lot of pot shots, warning shots going on right now. Yeah. By the way, my I missed, I should have been 18 instead of 14, but I don't know if that'll make it different. Equivalent. What's that? It's Equivalent. Okay. It's my, my move to I just remain in the air and keep shooting. Alright. Um, you notice that uh, Toad has leapt off from the blob. He's maneuvered into the villagers' uh, makeshift uh, tactical base. And you just see Pokewanans flying to and fro as he's bouncing off one, using his tongue to, to thrust another, uh, popping him in the face. He's got some knuckle dusters. I'll give him some knuckle dusters. Just popping him in the face with brass knuckles. Um, the easily 15 of them are down now. You can tell. Yeah. These guys need business. As... Pyro yells out to you. Hey, turncoat! What do you think you're doing? I thought we gave you a mission. And I'm fulfilling that mission. The mission to be a turncoat? Do I look Looks like much? you don't do magnets very good off your back. I mean, if anyone's a turncoat, it's you, you British bloody bastard. I'm an Aussie, A. B. I haven't turned on Lord Magnus. And see, that's all, really. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to be the dirty bloody bastard. 
I might be a dirty bloody bastard, but at least I'm not a yellow-skinned coward. Who's the coward? You're the coward. You joined with the first force that can give you the ability to do things because you can't do it by yourself. Oh, I can do plenty by myself. <sighs> Nothing anybody wants to see. Trust <clears throat> me. I've seen your podcast reviews. <clears throat> you just haven't seen my new ones I've made. You're the only person on YouTube who's only got one like. our battle. <laughs> so, uh, St. John Allardyce, the pyro, he, he creates a large fireball and he says, enough playing around with you. you just silly lass anyway. And he throws a large fireball right at you. You might want to roll for a defense. Yep. <laughs> You don't want to use any kind of foresight from your patch or speed or... Oh, I'm using my symbiote. You're using your symbiote right now? Yeah. And you're at 10? Yeah. Okay, symbiote freaks. This is fire. So, as the symbiote's freaking out all around you, um, a lot of the heat burn is going to get through. Mm -hmm. And as you notice, you're trying to glide away from his fireball and you notice this flame dragon has come up behind you and you're collided between the two taking a 15. <laughs> As he yells out, what kind of freaky outfit you going on like that right there, bloke? Lady Blow. <laughs> I know he is. Oh, I'm trying to do math here. <laughs> as 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 you're taking this burn, you hear inside your head. Why have you let them burn us? What's that? It's me telling you you're an idiot. Why would you let them burn us? Why would you take on the fire person when I'm with you? You have never spoken to me before. You know that we are weak to fire. Fire and sound. Be cautious. Well, guess you're going to have to give me some strength to uh, make sure we take them down quickly. Strength, I give you hunger. As you now enter Ravenous. Oh, straight to Ravenous? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this thing Sco is mad at you and hungry. It needs to eat. Good. I want it to eat too. <laughs> Alright. Um, so you're going for Blob now? <laughs> no, I'm going for Pyro. Payback to as you notice, uh, Deathlock, where you're at, uh, the quake moving from like a 3.5 to like a 4.2. 
I am not a geometrical expert. I think right. they stop at five. If they stop at five, you're getting there. This thing's starting to actually like shake your bionics. Okay. But your vibranium is absorbing it. You just notice that everybody else around you seems to look like uh, two-year-olds on ice skates. Okay. But the route's are over, so I'm still loading. <laughs> there are other attacks. You can command your bugs to attack. You can. Oh, there's that. There are other things you can do. Yeah. You also have physical strength, speed, durability. Um, I send four bugs. At four bugs at Avalanche. Yeah. What's What's each one of their ratings? Eight. Um, you know, you never gave me that. Oh, yeah, you never gave me stats. He was rolling as clever. Annihilation yes. Sentry has an attack of 8 and a defense of 10. Okay. And you're sending 4, so I'm looking at 8 times 4. 32. So you send these bugs, right? Give me a full roll on clever since they're under your mental capacity. Five. Okay. So uh, you send your bugs in to swarm. Um, two of them make missteps as the vibrations as they get closer they kind of they, they shift off. Uh, but the other two land on him. And as he reaches up to start trying to shoot them with some sort of vibration waves, one of them just sinks their teeth right into his bicep as the other one starts clawing at his shoulder and they rip one of his arms right the frick off. I mean, it is just like this bloody mess on the ground. He's screaming out in some kind of Syrian dialect um, curses, like at bugs in general. <laughs> What kind of bugs they have here in Africa, or uh, whatever his accent sounds right. like. All right. Um, I'll never tell. <laughs> the blob starting to get onto his feet, reaches forward and takes the severed arm that he finds on the ground, and he reaches up and just starts beating the bugs about the head with Avalanche's severed arm. Okay. They're still alive, but they are being to and fro by the severed stub of Avalanche, or Quake. Who hopefully will bleed up quickly before anybody can heal them. I don't know if they have any healers. I'm on the way. The Brotherhood's not always about uh, saving their numbers, they're about just recruiting new ones. So. Yeah. I don't know, maybe I can heal them. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, Set the uh, repeater rifle um, to auto onto uh, targeting <clears throat> Avalanche now since he's injured, and I'm going to do my uh, very nice, fancy flash step to try to take out Pyro. Give me a quick. Oh, I sure will. I know they haven't helped me either. They've given me the same roll twice. Yeah. Remember, 
the wind rider is a true goddess of the storm is watching and you want her respect. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> Show me some fancy uh, combat skills like you showed me when you were fighting Colossus. Putting all my stuff there. Give me 30. You don't think you can do it. 20. You can't do it. Oh, God. Okay, and so. It's Magneto's peak. As, uh, as your, your goblin glider flies off. You jump down, and uh, you notice that the, the the symbiote around you is starting to like fortify. There's some some kind of like hardened spikes coming out of your shoulders now. You know, like some little bladed things coming off your elbows. As you hear inside your mind, I must eat. Well, let's eat his head. Good, get me to him. As you start to move at a an accelerated pace, pinging back and forth, he's trying to look back and, and see where you're at, shooting flames in all directions. And uh, as he's doing this, one of the tendrils off of your suit reaches forward and around him, almost like a shadow from behind him, grabbing a hold of his feet, holding him in his place, as it's elastic and you move faster and faster, still attached to him, and then like a, a damn biker in a knife fight, <coughs> tied at the wrist, going at each other with blades, you're tied to him as you ping in closer, hitting him with these lightning punches, back and forth, back and forth, blood spewing out of his mouth one way, jaw breaks the other way until it's dislodged and just hanging there. He tries to shout something in Aussie insult at you, but all it sounds like is, Ugh! and as he's doing this, the tendrils slowly start to creep further up his body with some sort of an electrical charge pulsating through them. And as that happens, he's going into full-on seizure mode now. And as you stop in front of him with a large grin on your face, the symbiote creeps up and around your head, forming into these large jaws that then reach out, clamping down around his head onto his neck, ripping his head from his body as you swallow it into your suit, blood spewing out of his decapitated flesh now as it falls backward continuing to be drained of any bioelectrical energy into the tendrils of your suit reducing your ravenous crave to I got ravenous starving sated or you know you are you are sated ma'am um so yeah, there goes the Aussie. Down for the count. Uh, Blob notices as he's beating these people back and forth with the, the arm um, and just takes the arm and chunks it at you. Okay. Oh, I should continue to dodge. Oh! Finally, these dice want to act nice to me. 
13. Alright, so you notice the, the arms flying at you, tendrils rip out and grab a hold of it, throwing it down to the ground. And then it seems like little mouths are formed on the ends of the tendrils and they start eating the arm. It's really freaking creepy. With uh, with Deathlock, what's he? What's his next attempt? Yeah. <laughs> you notice that there is the Goblin Rider is flying around Avalanche right. as he's still bleeding from from this uh, shoulder socket. Do I need to make an attack for him? Uh, once he does, I'll let you add that on to any kind What's of What's Blob doing? Is he just coming at us now, or is he still standing He just there? threw a severed arm at, at uh, Jewel, and he seems to be stomping in her direction. As she just bit the head off of his partner. I was going to say, I'm going to shoot him in the head now. Temple's right there. Very soft spot. Is it clever or quick? Um... Give me a roll for clever and allow your bio sites to notice that eyeballs are always eyeballs. Okay, so as these repeater rounds are going off all around Avalanche, you're shooting at the blob. Um, he's in the general vicinity. You push a command on, you have a wrist control for the Goblin Glider, you push a command on it. Courtesy, you know. I Goblin Glider, it made by uh, Mr. Appletastic. Um, <laughs> one of the, there's like a, a small seeker missile mm -hmm. on the goblin glider that he apt up for it. It launches out of the mouth of the goblin face on the tip of the glider. Uh, reaching around, popping the blob right on the side of the head. And as he looks up to see what's going on, your round pierces straight into his, his eye socket. Uh, he is now like Odin. He's going to need an eye patch. He's covering his eyes, screaming, uh, cursing you know, all of you. You think you can do this to Frey J. Dukes? I'm going to mess you all up! He's not down, but he is definitely not going to be able to perceive depth. <laughs> that is a problem, it seems. So as, as that happens, though, uh, Toad notices that there are rounds going off from a certain location and using his quick wit uh, has deduced that there's a sniper of some sort 
and he has launched himself in your general vicinity, um, spitting out this strange mucus crud out of his mouth, uh, launched straight at you, if you want to roll for a defense. What I, is that quick? Quick. Plus any of your armament bonus. Fourteen. Fourteen? Yep. Very nice. Okay, so uh, as this globule crap starts flying at you, you sweep up one of your hands, it gives off some sort of a discharge that eradicates most of it. Some of it gets onto your uh, monocle, uh, giving you a one damage. Good. All right. Um, as for you, my dear Missy, little lady, Southern Belle. She's going after quite next. Or should I call you Tootsie? No, you can call the Killer Wall. So she's going for Quake. Yeah, she's going for Quake. Okay. Tell me how. She is. Going with her electro whip, um, she's actually gonna try to grab this other arm that's still attached and rip that one off. It's her attempt. Give me. Where are my other two bucks? Did they make it there yet? Uh, they're there. Um, there two fell. Yeah, two of them are got, got hit in the head. Right, but the other two, two of them are fell. They're back on their feet. They're trying to swarm the blob. Okay. There's a lot to grab onto, so they're trying sure. to get on there. Kind of like non Adam, but like they can't seem to get his skin to rip. Right. 17. Exactly. Alright. Uh, with the current damage that he's already taken in, as you lash out the tendrils from your arm, moving the indigo, uh, the purplish lightning energy that's going through your whip. Uh, you move in quickly, lashing out at him uh, as he's still trying to recover from bloody stump mess and repeater rounds going off all around his head. You lash out to his arm, latching onto it, and releasing a ginormous amount of electrical energy into his chest, which seems to send him into cardiac arrest as he falls to the ground, foaming at the mouth, and you stand with one foot on his chest, still pulling at the tendrils, trying to rip this one arm off, and you take out your Asgardian dagger and start just shoving it into his shoulder socket until you manage to pry it off like a, a really old chicken wing. And she, stand she, with it over your head like No, 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 she'll stand, no, she'll take it and she'll throw it at the block. Okay. Blob has um, one at me, I'm a throwing weird meaty arm hit him in the face on his blind side now and he goes Do I smell chicken wings? I'm hungry. <laughs> and Avalanche or Quake and and Pyro are now out of the fight. Wow. I'm not even gonna make it there in time. 
Joel's sitting over there looking at Blombo. <laughs> Don't do it anymore, man. Go on. Damn, fish heads. Fish heads, fish heads. Uh, Roll me, Roll me what was that a succeed in the style so I could remove the stress? Because that was my turn in the What was your uh, roll again? 18? Yes. Yeah. You're gorged. You're just eating all sorts of parts that are lying around now. Alright. How's that, Pulse? You feeling a little better? Yeah, thank you. Much better. You are finally being a good partner. And so are you. you. I'm always a good, satisfying partner. Well, let's continue. We should have done this all the way. Said what? PG-15. In your window, what? The birds live in your window. We already made several of those in your window during the break. All right, so Toad just launched an attack at you. You managed to get away uh, from receiving most of the damage, but he's still moving rather quickly towards you. I mean, leaps and bounds. I got bugs coming, tell me. Alright, so you want to hit him with, how many are we going to hit him with? Well, I've got more than that, but I've got three right with me, so yeah, I'll go do those three first. Just go ahead and launch all three at him? Yep. They've got equal grasshopper hopping ability, so. Grasshopper hopping ability. Yeah, grasshopper. Oh. Oh. Here we go, so well. Grass bouncer. Three. Um. Alright, so the, the three uh, bugs, they leap from your side towards uh, Toad as he's moving towards you. They collide with him in the air and then a tussle ensues and he wraps his tongue around one of them choking it to death as he beats the other two senseless with the knuckle dusters and they are lying unconscious on the ground bleeding some sort of greenish ooze. Makes sense. He's one of the natural predators. Treehouse? Yeah, he just toted that. He lit. Yeah. So that one of them's completely dead, right? One of them is dead. D-E-D. He's like, you did. D-E-D dead. As the John Leguizamo violator would say, You just got violated, girly man! Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the blob, however, even without death perception, has zeroed in on your dear ally. The ever-loving kilowatting jewel as he slams down his fist to the ground. Right in close proximity. You think you're quick now, Blob? It almost sounded like a bottle hitting the ground. <laughs> this was so weak of you. Alright, 
his fist hit the ground, uh, almost like a sound frequency shockwave is set off, and uh, your symbiote freaks. I mean, it's lashing out in all directions. Ah, make it stop! And uh, the, the vibrations of the ground send you off balance, and you're taking on a lot of uh, shockwaves. What would you roll again? Uh, crap, we're already at it. Eleven. Taking a nine. Just removed. And we're back to your turn, Malfrayer. Let's see. You can finish the log, I can hurry up and come finish up. Toad. You might not get what you want if he's going to do what he wants. True. I'm just putting an effort to him. Tag. Tag, you're it. Yeah. Hey, y'all playing like uh, old fashioned WWF fools? <laughs> and just slap each other's hands, exactly. with places. Although I think right now you paired up pretty well. He's basically going up against Undertaker right now. He's about to get slammed through the mat, put in the coffin. Alright, shoot a blob on the phone. So you're going to choose to go for the blob instead yeah. of the direct? Okay. That's friendship right there. Mm-hmm. Barely know a guy on an alien planet. He's already protecting you. <laughs> You're cool like that. Deathlock did meet somebody who upgraded his armor and stuff for yeah. that relationship. So. Yeah. See? Makes sense. Fifteen. Okay, uh, so... As the blob starts to stand up again um, from hitting the ground, he's reaching back to try and pound you right in the face as you're still off balance. And as he does it, he yells out, I'm the blob! Nothing moves the blob! And this round goes straight into his mouth, piercing the back of his throat as he's sitting there coughing up blood. Um, Still not dead! But again, injured in another weak spot, uh, just unbelievably pissed at whatever is out there <laughs> stinging him from all directions. As the toad moves in um, and moves to attack you, uh, lashing his tongue out towards you. So try a quick defense roll. Um, he manages to get his tongue wrapped around your ankle and he you seem to be up on top of a wooden platform the two of you so he pulls you with his tongue launching you towards the ground uh, and as you hit, you hit the ground a lot of the uh, damage is absorbed by the vibranium armor that you have now however you are going to take a 3 damage um <clears throat> At that, you know, after she felt all that sonic wave from Blob, she, she doesn't want a pulse to feel what he was feeling from that again, so she's going to 
call the uh, glider to actually start flying over to, to where Toad is, and she's going to use the tendrils to grab onto it. And as she's in air, she's actually going to use her uh, electro drain whip at Toad. Okay. Alright, so uh, basically Goblin Glider comes over as the blob's still reeling from the round to the, he's basically Debbie does Dallas right now. Um, really hurting uh, in his esophagus. So <laughs> PG-16. Um, glider comes over who wasn't 16 when they knew about that. Uh, glider comes over one hand whips up tendrils latching onto the glider as it launches you towards the the fray between Deathlock and Toad. Toad still standing on top of the platform, and with your other hand reaching down with tendrils that are seem to be electrified yet again, uh, grabs hold of him, yanking him up to you as you do this combat maneuver, flipping up on top of your glider as you rip pieces of Toad off sending them down in a bloody rain all around the blob until you finally take his tongue, ripping it out of his head, and you take it and you tie it around your neck in a, in a knot. Wow. Yeah, and that's what you call a Colombian neck <laughs> And he has now got uh, his own toad Colombian necktie, uh, the Mortimer-style Colombian necktie, uh, tied around his neck as the blob stands alone uh, probably more injured than he ever has been in his life. All of his friends in bloody remains. And he hits the comm that's on his wrist. And he yells out, Magnus! Lord Magnus! They're ripping us apart! You got turncoats here! They're all over the place! Jules trying to betray us! She's electrifying everybody! Ripping them apart! Eating the pieces! I'm telling you, Magnus, it's crazy! It's madness! We need reinforcements! We need them stacked! Calm yourself, Blob. We will handle that shockingly betraying horrible mix as soon as possible. Until then, try to keep yourself alive. Come on, Seven. So, Blob's, he's gonna try and run as fast as the Blob can. Uh, towards some large mountains and rock cover in the distance. And I'm going to go ahead and cut from YouTube right now. Over to the astral plane. Uh, Hydro and Dr. Gray are maneuvering the astral plane as you see someone in the distance looks familiar uh, she has kind of a, a luminous uh, violet uh, glow about her in this place. Okay. Um, I'm trying to wave, see if I can get her attention. Do you choose to notice the crazy blue bearded man waving at you? It looks familiar, but. It's been a long time. It's almost like in this place you've spent more time here than you have in the real world. 
So for a month, it seems like you've been here for almost uh, years. Years. But yeah, there is a strange blue-haired man to you that does seem familiar. I think to myself that, no, this can't be real because I've imagined my friends for, you know, years. You know, can't be him. So she just kind of, she's kind of going to shrug it off and she's going to start walking away from you. As uh, Dr. Gray leans in and says, remember... Her time here may not have been the most pleasant. It might help if we tried to get her attention in a more upfront way. Lead on. I will walk you closer, but again, I do not know this woman, so it will take some sort of personal communication, some memory in or shared experience. <laughs> Instead of standing like Charlie Brown waving at Lucy from a distance. <laughs> Short little redhead girl. <laughs> um, Alright. Well, as I try to catch up, I'll call out to her. Force! Why are you walking away? We came so far looking for you. brought him here from the real world. My name is Dr. Gray. I am a psychic with abilities akin to your own in a different format. But we are caring for your comatose body in the real world right now. You are in the astral plane, but this is your friend, Hydro. It feels like years since I've seen you. It's only been about a month that can't be possible. since we left for Asgard. I feel like I've lived here for years. I am sorry we weren't able to get to you sooner. What is this place? It is called the Astral Plane. It is a mental reality made up of the energies of all the psychics spanning across the globe. Some say there even lurk monsters here. You don't want to know about those. <laughs> monsters. <laughs> Indeed. Some say that a devil among men exists here. A monster beyond all. Um, a demon of nightmares. That sounds like someone we shouldn't stick around to face. You don't want to face him. I've been nearly killed several times by him. More reason to get out. It's a good thing you've got me here now. I, how am I to get out of here to my body? You've got the escape artist. I'm right here. Roll for a... Both of you roll for a quick... I'm going to let you combine your score to see if you can get out. One. Four. So as you <clears throat> try to focus your energies along with Dr. Gray uh, to remove yourselves from the astral realm, taking her consciousness back to herself, you notice that um, 
the reality in which you stand starts to break apart. Uh, there is no up or down, left or right, no gravity, no seeming orientation that you have on where you're at as you all spin out of control, um, launching in different directions, uh, consumed by shadows. Uh -oh. As she screams out. He's here. Um, it always comes out at night. And before you do anything, I'm going to pause right there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring it into this session. Anybody who was in a battle today, uh, this session, if you uh, killed anyone or maimed anyone or caused undue pain to anyone, go ahead and add yourself um, a collective two points to your approaches. Um, add on any accoutrements or body parts that you would like to collect as trophies. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and since that's the end of their scene, I'm going to let Deathlock reload his clip back up to full on Vibranium Rounds. Also, I'm going to give him... A oh yeah, got toes dead. Um, boom! I'm gonna give you a uh, enhancement program in your optics that's going to add a plus two to your sighting of the weakness. So the tongue gives you no true bonus other than. I actually give it a plus two to fear on uh, people approaching you. Any enemies seeing you are going to be in a state of shock and fear uh, of this disgusting Mortimer Colombian necktie. Toy and a plus one to tongue wash. Uh, don't bring that no, up, no, please. She, she, she doesn't like wear that. it as a necktie. She wears it as a belt with the excess hanging off like a tail. And there you go. <laughs> That's how she does it. Right. That's how she calls it like Goku. <laughs> that happened. Yep. <laughs> so now she just flick her hip just to tongue slap somebody in the face. <laughs> she, she's good with her hips. Yeah, Yeti. Start twerking and get a helicopter going back there. <laughs> Should be like tails. Just okay. <clears throat> yeah. Remember, uh, I need you to communicate. You are in the astral realm, okay? So it's majorly mental points here. So I need you to communicate with her, try and make sense of what's going on. Thank you for listening to another episode of Saturday Night Gaming. Be sure to like, share, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, and now on iTunes and Google Play.